to episode 498 of the LeakCast podcast. I'm your host, Nick the King Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Frost Rockarts. Hey, how's it going? And Colton Blue Basket Sweat. Only two more episodes till 500! We can do it. Hey, on this, um, our very first post-Donda episode, uh, we've got a couple new patrons. <laughs> really placing us in time here, Nick. Thank you <laughs> that. For is that. crazy. <laughs> oh, no. If only... Uh, if only we uh, recorded this on a specific date and released it on yeah. a specific date. Um, we've got a couple new patrons this week, uh, as well as a whole list to read. Um, we've got absolutely zero new news. It's it's dry this week. Um, we've got no stories, another dry. Uh, we'll be doing a little odd one out, uh, making fun of the, the subreddit. Um, pro- not making fun, laughing alongside. How about that? <laughs> uh, we'll talk about competitive league. Um, LEC and LCS playoffs, as well as roundtable from last week and a new one, and then close it out with some emails. Uh, Aiden, how was your week? My week was good. I failed my series to master tier. Everyone clap. No. How many games did it go? <laughs> uh, I went four. Uh, I fucking turboed game once. Don't feel that bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it was rough, man. Uh, it was one of those things where like, Alawi's always been a rough lane for first of all my character, and second of all me as a player. Um, also, literally got- everyone. <laughs> She got a kill early, and then like I TP'd bottom once and had to roam. I, I had to TP mid at level three, and it was a good TP mid because we got like three kills out of it or something. It was like really good. Yeah, uh, but, but she lane. like shoved in a couple waves, uh, and then at some point I had to TP bottom. She shoved in a couple waves, and then she got a kill on someone, and then she shoved in a couple waves. Um, and our Lacey was super turbo fed, but he's a typical jungler who's like the super ego guy. Like, oh, I'm so fucking good. I'm gonna carry this game one v nine. Don't worry, guys. And then. <laughs> We tried to 4v1 her top, and she killed all four of us. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, and then yeah. the the team morale was gone. Oh, no. uh, mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, it was, it was it wasn't that bad. Like the, I've I've been getting fisted by autofill a little bit. The game getting into my master series, I was support, and my AD carry was uh, also a top main, uh, and my top laner was a top main. So we had three top mains on our team, but we won it. Uh, and then two games of my series, I had uh, double or triple support players on my team. Oh, that sucks. Um, which it's just like it just feels a little bad. I would I, I understand like matchmaking's as good as it probably will be, but like I do wish you could even queue just for like an extra like minute or two just to like get better roles or closer to better roles. Or, Having three of the same roles rough. Or at the very least in your series or, or yeah. close to it. I that's probably the majority of the games you play, but it does feel bad like, oh I'm in my series. Oh, I have three autofill people. Okay. Yeah, it's just like it, 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 it's not their fault either, yeah. right? Like it's not like their yeah. And I think it's to, also part of like the symptom that you don't get auto filled if you're in series, right? Yeah. So so you have more auto fills on your team. Yeah. So then like, somebody else will be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it was just rough because my uh, both my bottom laners in game two were support mains and they just <laughs> it's not their fault. Like once again, they just got trashed though, right? And then Should've in my just played third game of my series. Yeah, and then my uh, third or fourth, no, my fourth game of my series, my <laughs> my mid player is a, like, support only player. Okay, they wouldn't tell you they're a support only player, but, like, they're like, I also play mid, because people were like, dude, you're a support mid, like, you, you should we just dodge or something? He's like, no, I play mid. He hasn't played mid in, like, 37 games or something That's like that. fucking me. Because <laughs> he obviously goes, like, support primary, mid secondary, mm-hmm. but plays it, but it's just like, I don't know if you're a mid player at that point, but, uh. Either that's, way. that's me having the most games of the season on Anivia, but haven't played her in probably 150 yeah. games. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. So it, it's just like a little bit rough, but I'm I'm getting back in it to, into it. Uh, 
I, I definitely think I need to turn off chat again. It's tilting me a little bit too much. But other than that, uh, hopefully I can hit master here. Because uh, at one point this week, I had uh, my main in series to master and my Smurf account at like 80 something points uh, D1. So uh, Dang. I'm climbing. I'm getting there. I'll, nice I'll do it eventually. Uh, I'm not you though, Colton. <laughs> You're going the other way. Yeah, I'm going the other way. Uh, I'm I'm on my my journey down in true blue basket fashion. Uh, we're we're cresting a clean 51 LP in platinum four. I think I was lower than that. Yeah, because my last game was a win. Um, yeah, it's I don't know, man. Fucking low plat is awful. <laughs> I, I played. I yes. I, I think. With Trevor, I think we're one in nine. Yeah. Dueling with a master tier player. If that, like, yeah. I, and obviously, like, there, it, there's something, you know, there, there's other factors, but it's like, it's wild that, right, like, I am dueling with a hard smurf in all reality, and we can't win games. Mm -hmm. um, I very much do think he is a type of player that definitely, even if he doesn't say that he's trying less, I, I oh, don't yeah. think that he, like, he definitely doesn't take it as seriously, no. even if he does. Even if they, even if he thinks he is, you mm -hmm. know what I mean. I, oh, I yeah. definitely don't think the stakes oh, are sure. the same. Yeah, no, he he doesn't play as well in like our games as he, mm -hmm. he does in Master Tier. But like, he's not intentionally like running it down. Yeah. Um, but God, it's so frustrating when like, especially I've been playing like a lot of Rengar, and so I'll, like be up like five and zero, have like trashed their bottom lane. And then I, like, go to get my, my red buff respawn, and my bot lane loses the 2v2, even though I've killed their bot lane twice. And, like, my top lane's been solo killed a bunch of times, and it's like, there's fucking do anything. Or, like, there was one game I played with Trevor where it was, like, I killed their Shaco. At, he was level 2. I killed him at his blue buff, stole his blue, stole his gromp, but then their, like, top mid collapsed. Our top and mid did nothing, and then I like died and he double scuttled me. And I'm like, like I, I hate that there's a world now where me like killing him at blue and stealing his blue put me behind because their mid lane and top lane actually rotated. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that's, uh, it's, it's unlucky. But uh, eventually probably after I hit like platform zero LP, I'll probably get a nice like 300 LP streak in the course of two days. Hell yeah. Um, I do think it's funny you said you were going to one trick Rek Rek'Sai. Uh, and then you <laughs> I think I played her played twice. 23 games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I I played a couple as Rek'Sai and wasn't really feeling it. Like I think she's still very good, mm -hmm. but I just don't really like playing Rek'Sai. Mm -hmm. I, I don't like playing the like lethality Hail of Blades Rek'Sai that's good right now. Yeah. Like I'd much rather play Bruiser Conqueror Rek'Sai. I don't think that that's really worth playing when turtles in the game Fair enough. And, and it is hard to stick to a champion like with a, a, a game or two that goes bad mm -hmm. and even oh, like sure. fuck it's hard to stick to characters when you're like doing well but losing because like mm -hmm. the, the, when i play like kha'zix and rengar it's just like i do well pretty much every game but i still lose like 70 percent of them it's like i i guess i gotta play something else because this isn't working you know going 6-0 doesn't win games apparently <laughs> <laughs> um so maybe maybe we'll see some improvement on that by next week um you can do it but i believe in you <laughs> it's it's been something and man the, the reasoning on some of these players where it's like 
okay, I'm, I'm jungle, and they invaded me with their jungler and their support and their mid laner, and now my mid and my bot lane are flaming me for losing the blue buff. It's like, well, yeah, bitch, it was 1v3. What am I supposed to do? F kill them all? And then it's like, oh, well, because of that, then that jungler gets to double scuttle. And then their support comes up again and steals my second bullet. It's like, why are you down a level? It's like, I fucking wonder. I wonder why I'm down a level. Could it be perhaps that they're all ganging up on me and you're AFK? Jungle diff. <laughs> Jungle diff. Jungle diff for <laughs> sure. That's, That's all I have to say. Yeah, I just I should just be able to beat press the attack fucking Warwick at level two. There's there are characters that do that that can just one v one him and their support and their mid laner. I should be able to win that. That's called pump catch. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I play, I play him. I know it's it's wild. I hate it. I hate it so. You could much. try Guardian Trundle. I could try Guardian Trundle. We should talk about that after you go through your week. Sure. No, funny. but yeah, yeah, I mean, so that's that's my league experience. Uh, I've been still playing a little bit of Legends of Runeterra. I've, I've cooled off a little bit on it. Still been grinding out some labs now that I've gotten a win on every character. Um, at some point, I'll probably try and put together like a strong deck and, and climb ranked. But I think it resets every like two months, which makes me not yeah, want to do that. that. Yeah. You, you do gain a shit ton of LP per win, though. It's like 25 yeah, yeah. or like 27, I think. But I mean, on average, you're playing like... Uh, what a game maybe every 10 minutes if it's a slow yeah like a slow deck. yeah I, it, it wouldn't take super long to climb if i like wanted to i just I, I i climbed up to to like out of iron and then it reset like four days later and i'm like fuck uh it took like 15 games like if they were like nine wins like 10 wins five losses but still um so that's that's pretty much my week still been you know Plugging along on the condo, getting the finishing touches done on the bedroom, um, and then hopefully gonna keep on moving along, get the rest of the place done by like early 2025. It's probably nice. Yeah, one day it's I might not, I might even not have like construction behind me. You see that? You see that nice door with none of the hardware on it that's getting painted? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's my week. What you uh, what you been up to? Um, league wise, I've I played a lot of ARAM, just trying to grind out some of these uh, some of these missions while I have the time. Um, haven't played any ranked in a while. I decay, I think, in like nah, eight or nine days, something mm -hmm. like that. Decay's rough. <laughs> yeah, it is. I I I thought they were going to change it, and then it. it I don't. They're think going they to by yet, like so. within like a month or two. Oh, okay. So when it doesn't matter before the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, I still don't know why I was added to low diamond, but hey, whatever. We'll uh, we'll maintain it. I'm not gonna decay again. Um, aside from that, uh, I mean, I've been listening to Donda bunch, and it just came out a couple days ago. So, uh, life is good, and I think that's about it. I don't think I have anything else. So, let's get on with the. Oh, I guess we should talk about a. Uh, we should talk about our tournament experience, right? Yeah, uh, I've played a couple tournaments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, the one that's like the most interesting one that we played in was uh, we played in one yesterday, a five v five tournament yesterday, and uh, we <laughs> played pretty well. Uh, it was like overall fine. Um, game one, I did take Guardian on Trundle because it <laughs> auto did my runes, and Trundle supports the best thing, so it took Guardian on top lane Trundle. Mm -hmm. uh, still one lane though. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it was fun. I, I mean, I just like tournaments in general. I've been trying to get our community a little bit more into them. I've been streaming them a lot uh, over on my Twitch. That's 
tournament play is it's just uh, leagues beyond in terms of experience to play it's so much fun yeah it's, it's way more yeah. fun and like as someone struggling through the depths of plat right now oh god the quality of games is just uh it's wild having teammates with more than one brain between the four of them <laughs> yeah two brains yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah. really enjoyable though I, th- I think we're all as a collective going to be playing like a little bit more. Uh, we've been streaming them. We've been having fun. Hopefully, we can get our community involved and stuff like that. But uh, I think we enjoy tournaments, so hopefully, you guys do as well. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's really good. fun to to be put in that competitive aspect against teams that are also taking it as seriously as possible. Um, mm-hmm. I, I actually probably had the most fun last night drafting. I think in, yeah. in both games because I think it's really fun to to have those puzzle pieces and try to put together like your best chance of winning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, it's an aspect of the puzzle game. pieces. It's an aspect also, of the game that just doesn't exist in solo queue really. Cause like you can't do any research on the enemy team. So it's just yeah. like on the fly adaptation to what they've picked. But yeah, it's, it's a great time when you can actually get like a fun, like a, a draft in and feel like you sticking, did draft well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And sticking with your solo, your uh, puzzle piece analogy, Nick, uh, in game two, we got to our last piece of the puzzle, and uh, it didn't fit in the slot, but we just hammered it in, the Cho'Gath pick, uh, into a bunch of characters that just shred health tanks, but we just fucking pounded that yeah. puzzle piece into the slot. Fucking and, round uh, hole, not me more. Square piece and a heavy hammer, baby. Like it, what? They had, they had hyper carry Jinx. It only yeah. could have been worse if it were Vayne and not Jinx, I think. Yeah, but still, like, Jinx isn't a good one because she's yeah, no, both yeah, like hyper yeah. carry, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had Cassiopeia. But it was Cassiopeia. No, 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 no. It, it was Lissandra. It was Lissandra. Lissandra, but they had Fiora and Jinx were the big ones. Yeah, and Lissandra built first item. Uh, the Leandra, and so she also like, went okay. aftershock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she was it's just like, yeah. oh my god, and it took up so shit, Nick. I. The, the play towards, like, the very, very end of the game, when I ran by the 100 health Fiora, <laughs> I feel like we should have clipped that. <laughs> I, you, I mean, you still can. Yeah, I like, go into, yeah, you still uh, can. Go into the stream. We should go back. Yeah. I, should, I should go back and find that, because that's just, I don't know, to me, that's how, you, that's how you're supposed to play Rengar. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it, I, just, I, just, I just laughed. Like, I, I don't think we're in danger of, like, losing the game or anything like that. Uh, I, I just thought it was really funny. Like... Some yeah. of us are fighting for our life over here. <laughs> here comes Colton, full HP, sprinting down their AD carry, ignoring everyone yeah, else. Yeah, no, yo, yeah. they were all fighting at the A to him, and it was like Fiora versus three with a chance that she was going to kill all of them. Mm-hmm. And I just run right by and dumpster the Jinx and her Nami. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. nope, yeah. I know I know what I'm here for. <laughs> Fiora's a fucking scary character, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I definitely nuts. thought we were going to lose that if she didn't build Hullbreaker. Yeah, Hellbreaker's so yeah. bad, man. I don't I, know why. So, I, I mean, I think it's good if if she would have stuck to split pushing. Because it, it was like four auto attacks and the turret was gone, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it's just like it, bad in like in team fights for on a character oh, for who sure. is also pretty bad in team fights. Yeah, but for sure. Anyway, it yeah. was a lot of fun. Uh, make sure you follow our streams if you want to see us. I think we're planning on doing something this weekend. Maybe a little clash action. Ooh, yeah. If, if we can't find a tournament, we'll play in the clash. A little on, clashing on that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. That'd something like that. Um, cool. Cool. Let's jump into the show. Shout out to our new patrons, Jizu, uh, Nice T-Nox, uh, and Heckin' Duck. Thank you for your, uh, for your support. We appreciate it a bunch. Enjoy your additional content and access to... Uh, 
bunch of different stuff. Your two yeah. mos, your three mos. And because it is the first show of the month, we've got a whole wall to read, including wonderful patrons such as Aaron, Aaron, Adam, a dorky owl, Adrian, Adrian, sadly not Joshua, Andrew, Aodin, Armis, Arsonist, Ashley, Asmo, Atsuko, Ben, Yumi, Beer, Better, Bellator, Benjamin, Benjamin, Big Peen, Sheen, Blooper, Boats and Bros, Brendan, Brother Dust, Caleb, Kane, Cameron, Chaz, Cheats, Chris, Kakola, Corey, Courtney, Cowboy, Dalton, Dowski, but actually an Alex, Dan, Daniel, Danny Stormit, Dante Boy, Dapper Dodge, David, F- almost doxed you, David, <laughs> uh, Dekar, Devin, Diggity Daxter, Dippy, Dominic, Dr. Dre, one two two three, not the original Doctor Dre. I guess the first one thousand two hundred twenty-two of those were taken. Uh, Doctor Nolly, Drew, Doctor Hufferfurfur, Doctor Professor Gubert, Dream Villain J, Dylan, El Saga, Elliot, Elliot, Inebriated Otter, Foxloaf, Franco, Fritz, Frozen Ninja, Gamer Wolf, Gray White, Hardstuck, Heimerdinger, One Trick, Heckin Duck. That's the new one. Hfire, Hungry Italian, I am 3 Dski, Ian, Isaac, It's In My Veins, Jacob, Jake, Jamal, James, Jaziel, Jeff, Jetledge, JFK was quickscoped, Jigmink, Jisoo, that's the other new one, Joby, John, Jonathan, Jorge, Jordan, Josh, but not a Josh, 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 Joshua, Josh, Joshua, 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 Justin, Carson, Chaos Reaper, Kennedy, Kevin, Kirk, Clon Amy, Colby, Conrad, Lacona, Levi, Levi spells evil, Leviathan, literally Gary, Little Barnabas, Little Vorian, Lofi, Luis, Luca, Lucas, Lucky Ducky, Mark, Marshall, Matthew, Matridium, Mew, Pew, Pew, Yo Face, Michael, Mkifius, Molly, Mr. Ginger, Nathan, Nathaniel, Nikoj, Niall, Nicholas, Niku, because it's meat in Japanese, Noah, uh, Nicetnox, Orden, Papakush Ivern, Pards, uh, Practic, Saigonic, Puff Clouding, Purple Play Panda, Pike is Support, Raphael, Rattlesnake, Jake, Rebecca, Red Lefty, Ricardo, RJ, Ryan, 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 Scarecrow Jones, Scott, secretly a Josh, Celtheus, Setback, Shadow, Silently, Skep, Skydrill, Smegmork, Sodafish, Spartle, Speedy Spikes, Stu, Stewart, Sunny, Swain the Josh, Main, T1 Sharko, T Hubs, Tanner, Thane, The Last Samurai, The Slater, Thomas, Thoriander, Titties and Biddies, T Soul T, Tuned Can, Ty, Victor, Walter, Womper, Wyatt, Zod, Yukimaru, Yumi with a Gun, Zach, Zachary, Zachary, and lastly, Zhao Man. That's all of them. Hell yeah. That's a That's lot a of Tumos. <laughs> tumos. Nice. Thanks. Thank you so much for supporting us. Yeah. And do we have any lead cast news? Uh, nothing too crazy. We have our um, lead cast fixes champions coming out middle of next month. Um, we have there's one other oh the new plays video comes out tomorrow uh i guess wednesday um because it's, it's the first right yeah it's the first yeah yes. i edited that yeah. i really actually like it it's one of my favorite ones um Ooh. that i've done in like a while so go check can, it out can you go uh, back and add my play where i run by the fiora <laughs> and kill the, the gary instead 
No, I, I can't. <laughs> what if I what if I submit uh, it to the channel right now? Then I'll put it next month. For uh, you. I will though. Rude. I promise I will. You're a hater. You're just a. You're just I am a, a hater. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, that's like the most most of our stuff. Uh, other than that, we have our episode 500 coming up uh, in two weeks' time. Next week, our roundtable section is probably going to be related to that, and we're probably going to ask for emails next week on the show um, to be read on episode 500 that are like more league cast related than league of legends related Mm -hmm. um but anyways you can get those like prepped if you have anything in your mind that you want to ask and stuff because it's probably going to be a shorter league cast focus show rather than a league of legends show uh for episode 500 but yeah cool uh let's jump into our guaranteed guffaw where i mean because we don't have any news no stories come on guys leave us some reviews um hey i'm gonna i'm gonna do a, a little odd one out little little reddit threads one all right of these boys things ready is not like the other <laughs> so the You're first welcome. one you got you guys got to pick the one that's not the one yeah. that i'm or you guys got to pick the one that i made up just mm-hmm. for anyone who's yeah so this game right. yeah this game is going to be he's going to pitch three like reddit title threads two of them are real from the league of legends subreddit one of them he made up you got to find out which one is fake <laughs> number one should assassins deal fewer damage? I play since season five, eighty carry main, and assassin always kill me in one combo. Shouldn't there be assassin that kills in many combo versus one? Number two, your joy is based on someone's misery. I've never thought about that actually. If you win your lane hard, you're proud of yourself. Like, damn, I'm so good at this game. I destroy that guy completely, and I feel so good. Uh, a want more. So in order to have fun, you have to make other people feel bad. Same when you lose hard. You hate your opponent. Uh, because he made you feel like you're trash and nothing but dirt and you think it's true because after wasting so many hours on this game you're still bad and making stupid such stupid mistakes the truth is you'll never be good enough and 10 people just can't be happy my point is omg not my point is not omg i'm so smart 200 iq philosopher who discovered the meaning of life bowed to me mortal the point is hey have you thought about this what's your opinion tell me i'm really curious laugh all you want and make a fool of yourself i don't mind because some of the comments are actually funny Number two, shields rework idea. Number one, how shields work. First, the damage is reduced by armor and magic resist. Then the remaining damage is dealt to the shield. Number two, why it needs to be changed. Targets with more armor and MR benefit more from shields. So the synergy between an enchanter and a tank is greater than a synergy between an enchanter and a carry when it's supposed to be the opposite. Also, shields are too similar to healing and a differentiation would be nice. Number three, what needs to be changed. Shields absorb post-mitigation. I'm sorry, shield absorb change from post-mitigation to pre-mitigation. All shields base and scaling increase by 50% to compensate. So one uh, of those is, is not real. I think the first one's not real. I think they're all really well written. I think they're very, very similar. I just think yeah. that you or whoever wrote the, the <laughs> fake one wouldn't have put that much time into the other one. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking. Is like the first one when it was like, clearly wrong in the the grammar i think i was like okay that's probably real but the last one is like so much work that i don't think nick did that so i and i'm with you i think the first one is yeah i think the most real one's the second one like i'm 100 percent sure that one is not nick's but that (laughs) i'm not sure the other one why not uh why not combos with many (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay that is the that is the one i made up Uh, i'll have to take that into account that that you guys want longer ones to to throw you (laughs) off interesting Many um, many combos, assassin. Yeah, I uh, the second one I, I thought was just weird. The third one I thought was very funny that shields should be changed, but also increased by fifty percent to compensate. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine fifty percent more like Nautilus shield. That sounds yes, wild. Yes, All please. Right. Hey, set I've... set shield should actually be two times his health bar. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I've got one more for you guys. Uh, number one, Twisted Fate's passive. What is this? Welcome to my TikTok Ted's talk where what the living fuck is this passive? I just played this guy for the first time in my life and I was wondering how everyone is so ahead. What the fuck is his passive? One to six gold? Why, what is that? Seriously, who's playing this guy? The only way you can get ahead is if you one hit someone, your team slash friend put all the damage. What? Number two. Why does Riot favor melee champions so much? It really isn't fair that ranged champions get fucked by shitty items and rune interactions when melees get to bully everyone else with the same items. For example, Master Yu gets to abuse Kraken and Conquer while Ezreal gets nerfs again. Number one, or I'm sorry, number three. Is there any lore reason for all male champions to be circumcised? I just realized that all male champions aren't circumcised unless there is some culture, religion, or social habit that would force that. That's just interesting. Maybe in Demacia or Bilgewater? I feel like Noxus wouldn't circumcise Noxians because of their mix of different cultures. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with the the first one was you, Nick. The first one? Yeah. Well, you certainly weren't writing a post about circumcision, right? <laughs> yeah. I that, don't know. Was I? I hope not. Well, I'm gonna stick with you again. I want to stay. I want to stay together on this one. I, I think. I think. You're uh, yeah. Right. I think. Like, and, I, and I think this is really you and me versus Nick versus Reddit, yeah. and not not a competition between us. Yeah, okay. We so need to join our forces. Did you guys pick the twisted fate one. Yeah. yeah. It was not the twisted fate one. It was the oh. melee champion one. Okay, so it wasn't you weren't you weren't writing about circumcision. Yeah, no, I didn't write the circumcision one. That was a real a real thought someone okay. had. That's the important thing to me is that Nick wasn't the one writing the circumcision. Yeah, rant. as long as that well, wasn't <laughs> Nick, I'm happy. No, that's someone funny. said that to me, and I just thought it was very funny that yeah, someone thought about that. Yeah, so. yeah, and you know, I'm sure there's probably somebody who responded to that by digging through the lore and seeing like no i'm i'm there... pretty sure it instantly got deleted no 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 there's yeah. there's <laughs> so, somebody I, now there's somebody now you, listening to the podcast now i digging guess. into the lore being like is there a reason like actually actually uh ionians get circumcised because <laughs> yeah there's not the subreddit anymore that like uh shows all the mod removals right that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, i don't meta think so um i think um so uh, i think one of the listeners sent it to me and by the time i had gotten around to it it w- had been deleted so i think it was like removed reddit or something mm. like that um, yeah which like which showed it which um hey if you're gonna send me some that's great i need you to send me the post the the link to the post and copy paste both the title and the uh and the the, the contents as well so if it gets deleted i can still use it yeah so cool, cool. Good job, guys. Awesome. Um, Want to talk about worlds? Yeah, that LCS? takes us to worlds. Fuck, I uh, had it pulled up last week. And it was uh, really let's good. quickly go through LCS <laughs> and LEC finals before we talk about worlds sure. stuff. But uh, So yeah, last week we had a couple games. We had the... Um, we had both these... Uh, the winners... The losers finals and the winners finals, right? I believe. We had, yeah, because we had 100 yes. Thieves versus Cloud9, where they 3 1 them. And then we had 100 Thieves versus Team Liquid, where they 3 0 them. Uh, so 100 Thieves 3 1 Cloud9, and then also 3 0 Team Liquid. Yes. So a very, uh, very surprising. Best upset. team in the world? 
Uh, I think they're like super underrated is like the big thing. Mm. I, I definitely don't think very many analysts. Oh, let's just put it this way. There was a very, there's almost no, an, I don't think there was a single analyst actually that said that 100 Thieves was going to 3-0 Liquid. Um, I think uh, there's a couple people said that it'd be 3-2, but uh, no one said I, it was 3-0. I believe the closest was Crumbs uh, 3-1. I think that was the closest prediction yeah. to it being a 3-0. Um, which, I mean, isn't terribly surprising. I think Team Liquid looked like by far the best team in the tournament. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's it's kind of shocking that um, that that they got 3-0'd, let alone lost. Yeah, no, yeah. 100 Thieves looked really, really good, though. What's the 100 Thieves roster again? I can't off the top of my head. It is uh, Someday, Someday Closer, Abadage, yeah. FBI, and Huhi. Okay. Yeah. Do we do we think when the world's top 20 comes out, a single one of those players is going to be in the top 10? Absolutely no. not, and I don't think they should. And they also haven't done, didn't do one last year, so I don't think they'll do one okay. this year. I think they're they've, they're stepping away from that because mm-hmm. they realize that it literally only like no one's just, ever happy. No one's ever like, yeah. oh, this is a great list. <laughs> yeah, I just, just can't only be, like right? like your your yeah. team your your team either gets shafted or like mm-hmm. they they're spot on and no one cares about it out outside of the the first week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just uh, we, I we, if it like we we've seen I think what Bjergsen is high as like five. When TSM uh, is doing seven well? is as high as seven he's ever gone. Okay. Yeah, but that's that's yeah. the highest for a Western player, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. That's still like too high, right? Like, and Bjergsen yeah. was really good. Like that was more theoretical. That was the 2015 or 2016 year where TSM had like the God roster, mm-hmm. uh, and then they still burned out in Korea. <laughs> um, hey. But yeah, the highest Western player we've ever seen though, and we had a long discussion in our Discord about this, is um, uh, Perks. Perks was second in 2019 or 2019 uh which i think in hindsight is probably like pretty close i think maybe like probably it's probably he's probably more like a fifth sixth player um but they did make uh finals that year right that is the g2 finals year Mm, Um, i see but i definitely don't think perks is like the the Mm. main reason they made finals there like had he i think caps was yeah he was 80 carry okay okay i was just curious yeah and caps was like seventh on the list or something like that and it's like interesting like once again, like I, I always do think Western players are like overrated on these lists, mm-hmm. um, like NA especially because like what we've had, we've only ever had Bjergsen, Sven, Doublelift, and I think Aframu was on one list uh, out of like every year they've ever done it. Um, and there's been like a f- good number of like uh, EU players, and I think both are like super overrated compared to like uh, Eastern players. Yeah, I think um I think the only argument that could be made currently is um uh, i think core jj uh being top Mm -hmm. 20 is probably a safe bet uh even even if he didn't look super great in the 100 thieves team looking series i think like the way he's playing the game is is the proper way to play competitive support um and and it's just kind of like a step ahead of everyone else in in playing it very well he's just a giga chad in every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would love to see them like like a top like 50 list somehow or something like that. Yeah. Because it would be very interesting. Because I, I think like our... It, if you look at all of our NA players right now and the ones that are so much better than their other opponents, we think of Core JJ as support. We think of Alfari as top. Mm-hmm. I don't think Alfari makes the list despite being the best top laner in NA by like... Yeah. Yeah, you know I, I think mean? that's a hard argument to make mm-hmm. as well. Or it could even be like, yeah, like the... You, there's a lot of ways you could subdivide it 
Mm-hmm. Um, like, right, you could do like your top ten players from you know the West or top ten from yeah. NA, or you could say like of the you know of the teams going to Worlds from your region. Like, this is our ranking of those players against yeah. each other. I mean, you could even tr- you could even do like top. Uh, ten or top five in rolls. I think mm-hmm. that would be like another cool list. Like you yeah. get five. Ooh, like top ten per roll would be pretty sick. Yeah, because there's sixteen that make it to groups like alone. Uh, so like plus play-ins if there's anyone that stands out, right? Of course. So like I think that's like a substantial enough. Or you could just do top five. If you really didn't want to get into like the nitty gritty of stuff. Like I think that's also fine. Yeah. But it'd be interesting to see that. I think that's like a little bit more um comparable than just like a flat out list where you like compare. How is perk compared? Perks compared to uh, I was gonna say fucking faker, but that's a good like. You know, I was trying to look at other like role comparisons or like con or something like that like right where it's like. How does perks compare I don't... to to core JJ? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it's one of those things where it's like you can't really compare roles as easily. So it'd be nice to see like a role specific yeah. one, but I, I think they're gonna st- uh, stay away from it. It literally only brings negative attention to shit yep. and just bashing of players. So, <laughs> uh, um, sorry. Yeah. Good. Uh, and then over. <laughs> over in the lec uh we had uh fanatic versus rogue fanatic 3-0'd rogue uh and then mad lines versus fanatic mad lines 3-1 fanatic i think those were both pretty fucking easy to call um i, I think rogue fanatic may have looked a little bit closer um yeah. but uh, i mean otherwise no I, I think the outcome was kind of kind of easy to predict um yeah. but you know Probably yeah, Mad is the fucking <laughs> Mad's insane as a team though. Mad Mad's really, really good. good. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really excited to see them at Worlds. Hopefully they don't fucking blunder. I still think Mad has like crazy issues. Every single time we've seen them in an international event, even if just watching them in LEC, I think they're slightly getting better. But fucking um humanoid mid, um oh my god, I swear to God, man, in like big series, he gets caught at least once per game and tries to throw the game. I, um, I didn't believe you until I started like looking for it. <laughs> it feels like every single game. It's insane. Like there's uh, like, like one I, play I, where you're like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> and like I'm like, maybe I'm just like bashing him. Like I, I really do think that. And then I'd like watch more games and be like, "Oh, here it is, the play where they might lose the game now." <laughs> but uh, so insane. hopefully they get rid of that at Worlds because I think that will be punished hard by good teams. No, but, we're just yeah. gonna we're just gonna get some some tasty clips. Yeah. But I'm excited for uh, uh, NA and EU at Worlds. I actually think we're overall sending some of our best NA teams we've ever sent. It doesn't mean they're going to get into groups or anything like that, but I think the rosters are really, really good overall. So Yeah, I, I mean, I really like that, for the most part, the, the teams that we're sending are also playing extremely aggressive rather than, yeah. like, we're going to pick two scaling lanes in a lane that, that just loses. Um, yeah. And, and it, you know, something with aggression before, you know, 15 minutes. Um which is really cool to see. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Uh, other news worlds will be in Iceland. Pretty. That, pretty awesome. That's a rumor apparently now. Oh, uh, is it? I thought oh, it was okay. for sure. I mean, it was like, it was reported by like a very reputable source, but then there was a clip today and I'm like 99% sure that it's like a joke post. It's Kadriel on a uh, stream and Crepo calls him and they're just like talking. He's like, Oh, you get your tickets to Madrid yet? And they go, Oh, uh, uh, what? Mm. Like, but what? like it's a little bit more believable than that so yeah. there's a world in which it's that but like i'm as a human being i recognize <laughs> that's probably a joke yeah um uh, the comments very much don't think to uh don't seem to think so so it, it, there's a chance it's not like but yeah. uh i definitely read it as like a joke thing um interesting so. hmm. who knows maybe they'll have like something in madrid then like 
other uh, stuff in Iceland, though. Who knows what they'll do? Yeah, sure. I don't know. Yeah, maybe so it's cool. maybe they Iceland do like, like finals a... in Madrid or semis and finals in Madrid when there's less teams uh, yeah. and less coordination needed, right? Because it's if you only have like four teams, it's a lot easier mm-hmm. to get that all going as opposed to having to that'd bring be a really in, cool way of doing it from every wild card region and all that. I, they've done that before, right? Maybe even specifically with Madrid. I feel it's like there's some, something I, with Paris and then something with Madrid. Maybe I'm. I, f- maybe I feel like uh, for EU finals before they've done like whatever in like uh smaller locations oh than yeah finals maybe it was like a big, finals mm-hmm. yeah uh either way like I, I saw a lot of comments people like kind of being mad at riot for not doing events in actual eu and i don't think people understand that they're not doing it because they don't want to do it in EU, like in actual yeah. eu but because like first of all like tons of people can't come because of like passport restrictions and stuff like that and they're like uh but people are like, there's tons of stadiums and events and stuff that are going on to you. It's like, also, I don't think Riot wants to be responsible for creating like a super spreader event. Like, oh. if, if someone fucking died, like a player or like caught COVID or got really sick, uh, because of Riot holding it, they don't want that at all, man. Even if it's like a one percent chance. Like, at the same time, I'm I'm sure it is one hundred percent easier for the government to say like, yes, Real Madrid, the soccer team. Like you can play yeah. <laughs> in your stadium that already exists for you where everyone is locally based versus like, okay, Riot Games, who's going to be hosting what 20 teams from 20 different countries. Like so something, I don't, I don't know. Like with not, one, man, one month of advanced, like time of play. Yeah, like. yeah exactly. Um, uh, yeah. In addition to like all of the harsh restrictions that's going on, like with travel like covid's not over yet so we can't yeah can't go back to normal iceland makes the most sense though because they've already done an event there uh it seemed like there was almost no restrictions uh, other than like the pcs teams not being able to make it the originally um but we'll see i, I think that's really cool yeah awesome uh i guess that takes us to the round table yeah so last week's roundtable question was uh what is the next meta that you would like to see in league of legends from our uh from our twitter we got one from soda he says i personally i'm a big fan of the 2019 meta of lots of flex picks and mental mm-hmm. warfare and draft i think uh w- that with more flex picks a lot of different unique uh starts become prevalent yeah so greg is bottom garen yubi bottom uh so give me flex pick meta um, one who naps said anarchy. I want Aram style comps and summoner rift. Give me five tank comps. Give me four supports in a Kogma. I want nothing but the wackiest shit. <laughs> um, That'd be crazy. From, from our Facebook, Elliot said, bring back a different jungle meta. I loved it when AP jungle wasn't just Diana. Bring back Elise and Evelyn and Fiddlesticks. I'm also over the bruisers just in general. Bruisers are a little bit overtuned right now, though. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair. I, their animation co- is just so wacky, man. It's really, really good. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, Speedy Spike said, double jungler meta. What, whether or not oh, wow. uh, it's that's two offensive junglers, I'm not sure, but it's fascinating to me that the bot lane still is the one that is being forced to have two players. After seeing some support proximity uh, in LCS playoffs, i.e. Core JJ, with the options of, for non-AD carry bot lanes and like Ziggs, I think it would be awesome if teams could develop a way for all lanes to be solo and have two players roaming around all four quadrants of the jungle and wreaking havoc on the map. I mean, that's practically what is happening, though, with like support. Mm-hmm. It's literally you're there to stop dives uh, and like push out waves. And uh, watch but your then Ziggs you're just, Vars farm. Yeah, then you just roam. Like, I think people very much understand how much power, like, having a second roamer is, and I think we're seeing that. I think it will only continue to develop more unless Riot changes it, though. 
So. Yeah, it also opens up a lot more um, damage in the jungle where like you can actually mm-hmm. pick Lee Sin and Rengar and Kha'Zix and things like that if you have a Leona Alistair Thresh like to to lock yeah. down the character for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. So. Uh, T1 Charco said, I would love to see the next meta being uh, pushing the bottom lane to bottom lane duo to mid lane it's been something that uh i was fascinated with back in seasons three to five uh but turret reinforcements forced uh the duo bot to prevent lane swaps uh, i think it would let teams try roaming support uh try the, hold on i think it would let teams try the roaming support play much more and let teams set up both around monster and objectives differently uh, I agree. I also think that those restrictions are put in place for a good reason. Lane swap meta wasn't a good thing for League of Legends, right? It, mm, it was fun to see like variations of it, but for the yeah. most part, like if you if you pulled up like a typical game, no, it's not good. But if you pulled yeah. up like, holy shit, like TSM is doing X, and this is this is so mm-hmm. different from like what the meta for lane swaps is. Like, I, I think that's good. Um, yeah, but, but the, yeah, the typical, up, like, that a we, typical lane swap, it was boring as fuck. Yeah, all, yeah. all really w- that we saw was like two top laners either duo jungling or attempting to get between like 10 to 20 CS by 10 minutes. Like both towers fall in the first five minutes. Like the jungle comes up, they dive. Like it was the same most of the time i mean do you remember what it transitioned to by the end of it before they changed it like the top laner was getting so little farm and stuff toppling because it was a two yeah, they just do a jungle. that they would just do a jungle they mm-hmm. would literally just tank yeah, camps like, for their jungler to kill lanes <laughs> like, were what two zero mid lane was normal and then two zero on the bot side and yeah just yeah. double jungle <laughs> yeah which like, just, I, like i i think oh. again like when it first happened in response to a different pick, very cool. Like, yeah. awesome. But typically, no, that sounds terrible. Yeah, then it becomes the meta, right? And it's like, yeah. like when it becomes solved, you go, oh, fuck, this is what yes. we're into now, right? It's like, yes. um, you, you know, like, you know, the like, uh, Overwatch, like, competitive history when, like, mm. teams played whatever, and then there was the, the GOATS comp, which is three tank, three support, and that, like, kind of just, like, fucks you up. Goats was cool as fuck when, like, the... It was just some, like, random-ass team, like, just started playing it, right? And there's like, oh, these guys are playing no DPS. That's yeah. fucking cool. And then you go, oh, my God, this is the best way to play the game. Oh, I... I this is gonna kill it. This is actually gonna kill our game. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I, I think it's very similar. But, uh, yeah. last but not least, the Slater said, uh, I would love a no-meta meta. Any <laughs> champ is viable to some extent. It's so boring when certain champs are picked, banned, especially in pro play. Last year's Worlds, I guess, team comps with decent accuracy of who was picked and who was banned get pro teams back on champs that they enjoy playing rather than what they have to pick. I know it's unlikely to happen with 150-plus champions in the game, but I can dream. Yeah, I, I actually feel like this is, like, one of the most diverse metas it's been, like, for a while. Yeah. Um, I, I think every champion is viable. Now, to get every champion competitively viable, I don't know if that's yeah, possible. Yeah, I think that that's... Or even a good thing, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> I, I don't think that it's really possible to have, like, every character be that good. And, like, ultimately, it's the, the same reason that, like, everyone can't be challenger, everyone can't be pick band, because there's only 10 picks and only 10 bands. Like, yeah. Um, we're never at the end of the day, that. someone's gonna find some build or, or com- like lane combo that mm-hmm. is just better than the rest of the stuff, and that's okay. Like that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah, or it's gonna be good enough, and that they've practiced it. I think mm-hmm. is the other thing where it's like, even if there are ten junglers as good as Viego, if you've got a thousand games on Viego and. 
50 games on any of those other characters, it's like, well, yeah, you're going to just pick Viego every time it's up. Like, that's just, it's common sense, right? Like, yeah. And even, you know, hey, if there's somebody just a little bit better, you know, maybe, maybe Syndra's the best mid laner in the game right now, and, you know, second place is uh, Diana. But it's like, yeah, I'm going to let them have Syndra because I've got, you know, a million mastery points on Diana, and I've played Syndra twice. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, we, we, do, we do see a lot of variety, and I like that. Yeah. Dude, fucking Jarvan's so strong right now. I think oh, he's, yeah. like, really slept on. Oh, my God. I, I, I do think his jungle is still bad, like, compared to other stuff, but I, I think, like, his lane is actually good. So, I think his jungle early is, st- is fucked still. Like, well, it's so I mean, fucking yes, strong. Well, I mean, yes, like, his, what, like, two to two to six, maybe, <laughs> even is good? His two ganks are still so, so, so strong, <laughs> man. I, I forgot about it, man. And then when you get janked by, ganked by Jarvan, they'll tell you, you go, oh, fuck, this is so fucking <laughs> yeah. stupid. You have to flash or you die. Even and if then, you flash, even like, then, he can flash it. Like, yeah, he even then, there's a chance thing. you still die. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so crazy. He's he's yeah. he's really really good. If you like snowball off his like early strong things, he still does a billion damage like late game. But yeah. uh, anyways, uh, this week's roundtable question is: If you were a League of Leg, if if you were in League of Legends, what would your passive be? I think my passive would have to be something crit related, even though I don't play to carry anymore. I think it's just so ingrained <laughs> in me that I I think it would have to be like. <laughs> I have additional chance to be crit and lower chance to crit. Mm-hmm. You know, but do you have like good. more health to compensate? <laughs> I mean, maybe it can't be. It can't be both bad, right? Or maybe my maybe my other abilities are just so yoked, you know that that yeah. it's it's worth it. Maybe it's a hidden passive that you actually like. They don't they don't tell anybody that you have a higher chance to be crit and to, like yeah. a lower chance to crit. It's innate, yeah. But they just like they just bump up all your numbers a little bit because of it. <laughs> <laughs> um my my passive if i was in league of legends would be um after the like after i finish a game with my friends and i click play again it launches me into like a pve mode that i play for like the next 12 hours and then when they all come back the next day i'm like hey i know everything about the game now and they're like we don't want to play with you anymore <laughs> that's a good one that's funny um uh mine would be some sort of like if i ever like stop moving kind of like old fiddle or like timo (laughs) like any of those type of things i just like start regening health because i feel like i can like sleep anywhere like i can fall asleep instantly anywhere that i want and i feel like it'd be some sort of sleep sleep passive so like i would if i stop moving for too long i immediately fall asleep and i start healing and i can't move again until something hits me (laughs) <laughs> or or it takes you like but it could be like, like a, a second and a half to can, no i just can't move again you just can't move uh, again per- oh, until no. like an ally or an enemy like hits oh me. he's so truly been like, cursed yeah an, an ally can like nudge me though or an enemy can like do damage to me but i do like the idea of me playing bottom lane my support has to nudge me i, I have infinite heat like regen in lane but like my support has to nudge me if i fall asleep oh my god i'm just imagining how awful that would be if like if you somehow fell asleep, like, deep in their jungle, <laughs> and then the enemy team is like, wait, guys, wait, we just don't wake him up. Yeah, just leave him asleep. And so it's like, you're protective, your, your fucking bard comes in on a suicide run to wake you up. Yeah. It's like, I'm coming uh, for you, Aiden. <laughs> That's actually good, so funny that the enemy team would kill 
your teammates to try to protect you from yeah to try, and, to try and protect your nap time <laughs> i would have abilities in my kit though like where i could like shoot like a, a key blaster or something like way up in the sky and it would like come down and hit me oh after i've reached oh yeah yeah like that you know? ooh, ooh, yeah. i what fucking could... forgot that existed you fuck could... dragon ball z man <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool if you designed a character around yeah. this like you could throw an ability make yourself sleep for like a long time and then like it comes down and like wakes you up like that would yeah be cool. no i was gonna say if you like play, you could like plant a trap or something or have an ability that's like in 20 seconds it goes off like like a really extended swing yeah. w kind of thing <laughs> or even just like a trap where it's like hey if the trap hasn't gone off in you know a minute It'll just proc on whatever's there and like yeah. wake you up. Yeah, no, I think I would be sick. Uh, so if you want to tell us uh, what your passive would be if you were in League of Legends, you can hit us up on our Facebook page or our Twitter at LeagueCast. Send us an email, mail at LeagueCastPodcast.com, or come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. That's LeagueCastPodcast.com slash Discord. I have a question nice. about your, your character, Aiden. Yeah. Um, after enough sleepy time, would you have like a well-rested status that you're immune to enemy sleeps? Ooh. No, because the whole point of my thing is I can fall asleep anywhere, no matter how much sleep I've had. Okay, that's that's why I was asking about yeah, like yeah. you personally, because I was like, and that'd be kind of funny if like you know you've been you've been in their crugs for like three minutes and their Zoe hits you with a bubble and you're just like I'm not tired anymore, <laughs> but you're just like hell yeah, bring it on, keep the nap would, going. Would you passively gain experience because you're dreaming? yeah 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 which no, actually sure. just opens up another league game <laughs> you can you can dream and play another league game and that xp that you earn in that game adds to your xp in this game perfect perfect champion anyway if you wake yeah. up you lose both games yeah and, and in that game you can pick the same character and then you can open up another game with that guy <laughs> if you if you manage to fall asleep <laughs> during the game in real life it free win. If you <laughs> no, fall asleep on your keyboard, I haven't seen yeah. the movie, but I I'm fairly confident that's what Inception's about. Yeah, that is what it's about. It's yeah. playing eight games of Lee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's about yes, it's Leonardo DiCaprio, and uh, fuck, who else is in that movie? Uh-huh. Um, <sighs> uh huh. Um. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? Yes, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay. That's the one I was thinking of. Yes, it's just them playing League of Legends. And then they both fall asleep, and then they're playing on LAN, and they both fall asleep, and they go even deeper down to the Australia servers, <laughs> and then they both fall asleep, and it turns out there's a secret hidden Antarctica server that they're rank okay. one and two on, and they just they just duel each other for one and two, for all eternity until the top stops spinning, but you don't know if it actually stops. Yeah, that's, that's the movie. Spoiler. Do I have to fucking bleep that out? <laughs> no, 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 no. Inception's been out long enough. Yeah, cool. Uh, <laughs> do you want to move on to yeah. mail fight? Mail yeah. fight. This first email is from Reckless. Uh, Reckless Abandon. Sorry. Hey, Lee Cast. Recent events have led me to think about competitive league. I've had the name Reckless Abandon since season three when I created my account and chose it simply because I thought it sounded cool. Recently, however, I've had people ask me whether I named my account after Reckless, uh, the LEC player. Apparently, he's a professional player that I've never heard of because I never paid any attention to competitive. This got me wondering whether watching competitive league would be beneficial to one's own skill at the game. Obviously, that these are the best players in the world, and I'm sure their mechanics would be great to learn from. But at the same time, I feel like trying to implement pro five v five strategies in low elo solo queue might not work too well. I was wondering your opinion on this. 
On a separate note, I have recently changed my summoner name. I felt that having a name resembling a prose wasn't quite fitting for my ability level, so I chose one that better reflects my skill at the game in general coordination with a keyboard and mouse. Thanks for the great podcast. Sincerely, Nine Rats in a Coat. The name was already so good before that setup line. <laughs> it was, yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so I, I think we can all agree that watching competitive is good mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. if you if you aren't trying to copy them like verbatim you, you've got to know like kind of why they're doing the things that they're doing and how to translate that to your game because you, you can't just pick like uh, i don't know jace top lane and expect to like do okay and even potentially win the game if you fall in behind early mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's one of the the like just like everything i think that we talk about where it, it is, I, I think, strictly a good thing. Like, you will learn something, but the degrees to which it'll make you better varies a whole lot based on how you're approaching it, how you're implementing it, what you know before. Like, VOD reviews can be e- extremely helpful, but they're not going to do anything if your problems are purely mechanical. Watching mm-hmm. professionals is great, but, like, it's not going to be very helpful if you don't know what those characters are and what they do, you know. Playing solo queue is great to practice your mechanics, but you're probably not going to, you know, learn a lot of macro if you're just busy, like, 1v1ing in the top lane all lane, and that's the only thing you ever care about. Mm-hmm. I, any Everything has, you know, a, a spectrum that I can fall on. Um, I think it's always a good, uh, you know, picture of what's good you know at the moment I, I think there's a lot of strong solo picks that you won't see in professional but i think one thing that you will see in professional are characters without huge blaring weaknesses yeah um so they might not be you know the best solo queue pub stomper but you are going to have a character that you know one of the best players in the world looked at and said i can confidently play this character and do well on it into just about anything and i mean draft order matters there for sure but Mm -hmm. i i actually think a really good example of this is um lethality varus i think lethality varus is absolute dog shit in solo queue um i think it requires so much coordination and setup and patience that just doesn't exist in a solo queue environment Whereas, like, we can clearly see that Vars is the best AD carry in competitive, right? Where you where you do have those comms and you do have the patience and communication to have longer, like, poke-oriented team fights, um, versus solo queue where, like, you you kind of need that constant DPS or upfront damage that AD carries usually provide that Vars doesn't. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Thank you, Mister Rats. Uh, hey, nice name. Yeah. Next email from Sinchi. Hey guys, loving the podcast, especially when working the night shifts. Uh, So I've been gaming for many years now, and 90% of it has always been on a console. Playing games like Halo, Battlefield, etc. A couple years ago, I stumbled across League and instantly became addicted, and the console is now collecting dust. I'm currently ranked bronze, and no matter how much I grind... My wife hates it. (laughs) I feel like this is going to be my forever ELO. So the question is, how old is too old to stop playing? 
Um, they're too maybe too old to keep playing. I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm turning 41 this year, and the younger ones these days seem to be really good. Or am I getting too old? Cheer guy, cheers, guys. Sinchi. Quick answer: There, there's not an age. Um, yeah. Like there, there simply isn't. Now, if you're trying to be like top five in the world, I, I doubt you're going to get there at this point. Not to say that it's impossible, but like it. it professional tends to be very heavily leaning towards younger players as like reaction time tends to dwindle and more than that like free time dwindles as you get older right like a a, a 17 year old can put 16 hours a day into league of legends and be totally happy with that where it's like in your case you've got a wife i don't know if you have you know kids i imagine you have a job and other obligations right like Mm -hmm. i i can't put in 20 hour league of legends days four days a week like i could when i was in high school Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean i i just played a rank game like earlier like right before the show where our ad carry had three thousand games this season uh our mid laner was losing his mind just flaming about it but it's like it's one of those things where it's like that guy he, he he's like I don't know, like, I just have a lot of free time. I'm just starting college. And it's like, yeah, people like that just have a shitload of free time. Mm-hmm. It it means that he is playing as many games as, like, Tyler One does, who plays the game full-time for a living uh, and probably still plays too much. But, like, I don't know another human, like, any other period of your life where you could play that much League, I guess, other than, like, being younger, like Colton was yeah. saying. Yeah, I'm not sure. In, in- Unless you're, like, a, a full-time streamer or whatever reason like you've already yeah. got that infrastructure where like tyler one could do it and if i don't know if if fucking core jj you know tomorrow decided i want to quit yeah. playing professional league of legends like he absolutely could play league of legends for eight, 16 hours a day stream five of them and still be extremely profitable yeah but um i mean realistically too old is when you stop enjoying the game yeah, yep. that's the other thing so. is that if you're if you're still enjoying it, go for it. You know, if you aren't enjoying it, you know, there's no need to play ranked. Like, feel free to play ARAM, normals, custom game modes when they come through. If you're thinking that your age is preventing you from like a mechanical thing, which I would not, I, I wouldn't do that to your mental. But if you feel I, that's a thing, I mean, there's other, there's TFT, there's Legends of Runeterra that are entirely, you know, strategy macro based. I actually, I'd have to look into it, but I think for uh, the computer stuff, I don't think age actually factors into like reaction time. Hmm. I think, um, I think there have been some studies on that. And that shows that it was false. A, yeah, I think that's a, that's a fallacy. Okay. So. Yeah, or at the very least, it's like definitely not as severe as like it's. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that is commonly brought up, and I was under the assumption that there was some <laughs> grain of truth to it. But I think, in my mind, it was like, cool, you go from you know whatever range, because obviously people's reaction times are different, and it's like my reaction time today is probably like point zero two, you know, milliseconds you know longer than it was when i was playing this game at 16 um you know it's it's incredibly small and that is not the reason why you know anyone is where they are 
right? You could put Faker on a computer that delayed everything by half a second, he would still hit, you know, Challenger probably. Yeah, no, right. for sure. I mean, like, I, I have, like, climbed every year. Like, I'm the highest I've been in a long time Same. outside of, like, cheesing to hit master or whatever. Um, that being said, I think there's aspects of my life now in which... the in which they don't lend themselves to me climbing as easily, right? Like, I spend way less time watching and consuming League of Legends content. When I was in high school and when I was in, like, early college, all I would do is watch LCS, LCK, LEC, uh, watch pro views, watch replay reviews of characters that I was learning, just nonstop, just League of Legends intake. And I don't do that anymore. I do talk mm-hmm. about it a lot on the podcast, and that is a large part of, like, hey, I stay up to date with stuff. I read Discord, uh, stay in League News. But I'm not consuming nearly as much league content as i used to and i definitely think if i consumed as much as i used to it would help me a lot uh but i just don't have the time for that right because i've gotten older and i have less free time and i think like particularly me this season it's a great example where it's like Mm -hmm. i am the lowest i've been since season three yeah Uh, and i mean i think i'll still climb my cap to diamond eventually but it's like i have been pouring 90 percent of my free time into renovating my home that is not something i ever had to worry about before right like it wasn't the option of hmm do i do i want to get like the the new door trim up and painted or do i want (laughs) to go play some solo queue it was like okay well i can play 10 games now or i can go to sleep and play 20 games tomorrow yeah for sure and then i'll still ignore my test that i have on monday because who cares (laughs) That, yeah, that's and, another big thing. I think as long as it's not inter- like disturbing anything that, um, like any obligations that you have, who cares? Yeah, for yeah, sure. But if your wife I, I think, really hates it, maybe have a conversation with her. Yeah, that's where I was going to get to. Is nah. like all three of us have a significant other, and I think that also leads to us playing less league. Because uh, I'm definitely way less degenerate uh, about. <laughs> playing 12 hours of solo queue a day now you know what i mean like i just i just won't do that because i want to go hang out and do stuff right like <laughs> i i think that's also like i don't know your life just changes i i don't think you're too old i just think uh your life will be less receptive to doing the things that you need to do to grind the game's hard as like younger people but and, and to be fair he says he's 40 so I, I do think he he knows a lot of this mm-hmm. uh, yeah but i guess for, for sure. anyone else out there yeah i think yeah. this is a general application um also I would maybe reconsider your approach. You didn't really talk about like questions game specifically, um, but you know, no matter how much I grind, I feel like I'm stuck here. That might be because you are approaching it like a grind where it's like, I just need to push more and more and more games at it, which works when you have time to play 3000 games a season, right? Like you can yeah. just pump game after game after game into solo queue and get a little little bit better there are much more efficient ways to improve other than like hard grinding without really thinking a lot about it um so maybe consider a more you know scalpel versus hammer approach where it's like i don't have time to play 100 games every week but i have time to play 10 games and maybe you know listen to some things watch some videos you know and those are things that you can squeeze in, I think, a lot easier than a full game of League of Legends, right? Like, I can watch a five-minute video on jungle pathing. I can read, you know, uh, a one-tricks guide. I can watch Aiden's Tom Kench guide that recently came mm-hmm. out for the reworked Kench. 
plugs right yeah, here. Yeah, I probably maybe. should have talked about that. <laughs> yeah, you probably should have. It's okay. I'll plug your content for you. Thanks, but man. Like, I appreciate it. You can you can fit those little things in a lot easier, and then also depending on your wife's stance. I mean, maybe maybe she would like watching LCS. We talked about how mm-hmm. watching LCS or professional games can make you a better player. If you can get your significant other into that, you know, maybe they don't want to play league, which I totally get, but maybe they like watching it. Maybe they would want to play, you know, TFT with you, or maybe they would be like, you know, I would enjoy it more if when you played, you explained what was happening, and then you explaining that thought process would also help you get better. There's tons of ways to go at it. Mm-hmm, for sure. No, oh. I, I, I completely agree. It's like Thanks, Sinchi. <laughs> See you Next later, email. old man. <laughs> Next email is from Haz. Hey, guys, my name is Haz, and I'm an Aurelian Soul main from EUS, first-time emailer. Uh, I started playing the I game during the first... I think you can the first... just stop there. EUS, Aurelian Soul main, get it out of here. I thought we were <laughs> betting the gross. emails now. <laughs> I started playing the game during the first lockdown with my university friends. One of my friends uh, already played and convinced our whole student house to start. So we had a full five-man squad all starting out at the same time. Fast forward a year, we're all still playing, and I've hit just hit level 100, and I'm loving the game. I started just playing simpler eddy carries like Ash, but soon found my home in the mid lane, where I play around 70% of my games. Any would become my first Mastery 7 champion, but I felt the urge to learn all the different mages. I've now found my passion, uh, which is playing niche mid laners such as Aurelian Soul, Corky, Oriana, and Azir, all of whom seem to surprise players at my hardstuck bronze Elo as they don't know how to counter them. I Side note, I think it's really funny Oriana is a niche mid laner. <laughs> I find it really funny also that the Corky, Oriana, Azir pair is considered niche when those three were like the core mid laners for a few months, what was it season seven? We're like, like Oriana, Corky, Azir were like three of the top four. G- granted, yeah. like they've not been meta. F- oh no, recently. yeah, it's, it's been a fat minute. But Oriana, but it's is... funny because Oriana's been meta since her release. I yeah, feel like. yeah, yeah. Oriana's Oriana sits <laughs> in the same fringe. bubble as like Thresh and Kaisa and Lee Sin. That's funny. Where like they've just been good since they've been out. And yeah. are always in the conversation of like at least a tier. Uh, anyway, I joined the Aurelian Soul subreddit to ask questions about learning the champ four months ago and was told that he is extremely hard to master, had a clunky playstyle, but was super rewarding if you put in the time. Something about the champion just clicked with me four months later, and I finally got my a Mastery 7 Aurelian Soul with 49,000 mastery points. This was the first time he felt genuinely proud of an achievement achievement in League of Legends. My question to the gang is, who was your first champion you ever played that you felt really connected with the way you played the game? Also, a quick note about my summoner name, Backdoor Has. Before League, I had played a mobile MOBA called Mobile Legends as a joke with my friends, and after being told about the concept of a backdoor victory, I became obsessed, running it down top endlessly until one game circumstances allowed me to win via a backdoor. I combined all this with my nickname Has, and have since been able to spam the name in chat in all caps whenever I win via a base race or backdoor. Keep up the work, Has. Um... Boy, I, I'm, I'll probably say, man, I'd have to go, but I'm going to say probably like Elise, which is going to be a real surprise. Um, I, I think it, I, I got diamond the year that she came out. Uh, I'm sorry. I think I got diamond the year that she got the victory skin. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was the first time that I had played jungle, but her play style was just so like in line with how I wanted to play jungle. Um, that it just kind of like stuck. How about you guys? 
Um, I, I think probably one of the first characters I really clicked with was Shaco back when I would play him like AP. Mm. Um, and I still feel that way in that like anticipating the opponent movements and then like positioning myself accordingly, laying the trap because I feel confident that like I know that they'll be here 30 seconds from now or can make them be here 30 seconds from now was something that I really enjoyed as well as like, you know, the, the reversals with the Q, the clone jukes, the, you know, pilot your clone, like all of that stuff of like really mind gaming people. Um, I, I love that shit. Nice. Um, I mean, I, I think mine's my, probably my only real answer is Tom Kench, uh, for mm -hmm. sure. But like, I think there's like a couple other fringe ones, but like, there's definitely no character that I've enjoyed playing the game as much as like tom kench even when he's bad he's like a fun character for me sort of thing the other fringe ones are characters like i think pike is someone that i like really really like his play style draven i fucking spammed nonstop. uh vane i think is like one of the i, I just love characters that can outplay like other characters and stuff like that mm -hmm. um, yeah, sure. but yeah it's, it's really cool nice thanks taz mm -hmm. um Next email from Fishbones. Hey guys, last week another listener wrote in asking if anyone else plays Legends of Runeterra competitively, and I wanted to write in saying that I do. I just hit Masters. <laughs> I to write in to say that I didn't, that I don't. <laughs> Fuck that off. I don't. Legends of Runeterra sucks. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off. Huh? That would have been such a funny. <laughs> it's just funny, just like writing in then being like, nah. Nobody uh, sorry, does. No. You're a fucking nerd if you Yeah, a fucking door. Uh, no, but he says that I do just hit Masters last season and actually almost qualified for the seasonal tournament. Uh, but when I tried to do a final push, I lost all of my LP. Uh, getting to Masters was wild for me because I was never able to hit Legend, uh, the Masters equivalent, in Hearthstone years ago. Uh, a Legends of Runeterra channel on your Discord would be hype. Uh, love listening to y'all about Legends of Runeterra, and if you ever have questions about the game, I got you. Apologies for the girth of this email. You know, the girth, excellent. The length, top tier. Content, Little sparing Legends of Runeterra is for nerds. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's hard to talk about Legends of Runeterra without like getting too in the weeds, you know? Yeah, I think I think probably conversations will come up in general, and like, feel free to start them or like mm -hmm. hit up people, especially like looking for group. I think would be a good place to start. Be like, who wants to play Legends of Runeterra? And I'm sure a lot of people will hit you up, Fishbones, for your advice. Um, I could I could steal some tips from you if you wanna if you wanna DM them my way about how to make a, a top tier Poro deck with no Poros in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for um, the email it, and maybe, congrats maybe on we'll Masters. Runeterra. Maybe we'll make a Runeterra channel. There's got to be more yeah. than like a couple, I guess, interesting part, interesting parties. <laughs> yeah, just just flood the general chat until we have no other option. <laughs> True. <laughs> nice. Thanks, Fishbones. The next email is from Dippy. Well, I've been listening and emailing into this podcast for a little over a year now. I'm really glad that this podcast was what I found when I first looked up League of Legends podcast. The community here is quite wholesome and supportive, which is a very different culture to find online. Um, I'm really impressed by the work you do to keep it that way. You three are a great group to host a podcast like this because you're quite knowledgeable but also humble and supportive really i can only think of one flaw you are terrible at following directions for instance and don't say I, i'm sorry and also say your name so people 
who don't know you well can start to identify your voices. See, I bet the uh the the did name swapping. They did name swapping. Uh anyway, uh thank you for continually pumping up banger podcast Dippy. Oh, uh Dippy tried to predict us pretending to be different people. Um so. When did we ever do that? I mean, never i don't i, I so we I should just for all of our name. listeners we should go through so I, i'm colton uh, you can recognize my voice mm-hmm, yeah and i'm nick the tom kench one trick uh and i'm aiden uh the hard suck plat player yeah cool awesome so. thanks dippy <laughs> mm-hmm. thanks dippy <laughs> <laughs> next email uh is from what's his name uh g'day my league playing friends short time listener first time emailer here as a level 50 who still feels like they are new, I've played a couple of ranked games, and so far I have not been too successful. Bronze 3 with a 29% win rate. This was definitely all my team's fault and had nothing to do with me inting my laner and having zero impact on the map. And my team always feeds bloody losers, uh, bloody losers queue broken game. <laughs> anyway, I recently switched roles from jungle to top and I'm enjoying the different champs. Uh, the different role and not getting blamed for everything. Basically, my question is, should I just start playing ranked games even if I'm not fully comfortable with my champs or top lane in general? Things like Irelia and Akali, who I've just picked up and I'm not that good with. Thanks for the great podcast and early congrats for 500 episodes. Lots of love. Ooh. What's his name? Um, I'd say, yeah, just, just go at it. Like, that's part of what bronze three is for and you will continue to demote if you're not good enough until you're at the appropriate skill level and then when you get better you'll rank back up like that's kind of what the system is built for is that anybody who wants to play rank at whatever skill that they are currently can do that and it will eventually get them where they should be Mm mm-hmm um so like yeah you're going to be unexperienced and you're going to lose games and you're going to get better and then you'll start winning games um or you could practice a ton in normal and then go through that same process with a little bit more experience but i i would just say like be at least a little familiar like don't first time these characters but if you've got like two games under your belt and you know how they work and you're just trying to get better at it play it in solo queue and get better at it Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, those are going to be the most competitive games and the games that you learn the most from. Um, but I mean, yeah, don't go into it with a good idea of what your character does and how it interacts with certain popular laners. Um, but otherwise, yeah, just just go for it. I think it's uh, the best way to do it. Um, thank you. What's his name? Uh, going back up a tiny bit. The next email is from Eltano. It's me, the 600k Sona OTP. Apparently last week my BM in the mail got lost or I accidentally removed it when I was refactoring my mail. Uh, imagine the most creative, offending, but still humorous paragraph that tries to, to lean in the Platt BM, where I casually drop that I am Master in, uh, in Runeterra and you are, well, Platt. Just to feel better about myself for not having the motivation to or skill to climb further than Platt in League. However, I was wondering if there are some more... Uh, Oh, wait, did we already do this one? No. Okay. We, we skipped it. It's just yeah. very similar. Um, uh, however, I was wondering if there are some more Runeterra competitive grinders here, and I would appreciate having a Runeterra channel in the Discord if you find it meaningful. Best regards, the amazing platform. Le- I mean, Legends of Runeterra Masters player, Altano. Yeah, he messaged in last week, and we accidentally skipped over the part where he said he was Master ah, Care. I see. Uh, and then we like 
we, he talked about Colton being Platt or me being Platt or something like that. And then we assumed he was Platt based off of it or something. Oh. <laughs> so we kept calling <laughs> okay. him Platt or something, <laughs> which is funny. Oh, I see. But uh, yeah. Uh, cool. We have three more emails. Cool. Um, Colton, next one is from Pards. Okay. Next one from Pards. a juicer. Pards. Yeah. The year is 2050. League of Legends 3 is thriving as the top VR esport. Leadcast is now the top 300 most listened to video game related podcasts in Americanada. Colton announced that his grilled cheese stream has been delayed, but will for sure be coming this Friday. Pars me. Colton, you've you've committed a crime against these people. I know. Yeah. I it's almost <laughs> funnier to keep the meme alive though, no? Mm, or should I do it? I mean you probably should just do it. But it okay. is kind of funny to keep it alive. It's going to be a letdown when it happened. Though, yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that was the thing is that it was always going to be a letdown because it was going to be like, okay, here we go. I cooked like two grilled cheeses and it's done. I'm not going to make like 20 sandwiches. I'm not that hungry. <laughs> how about, how about next time we're hungry. together? Next time we're together, Colton, we'll that record a behind the scenes video on Patreon of you making us all grilled cheese. Absolutely. That was my uh, thought that. was that we could uh, we could record when I did the grilled cheese bar at Easter. Yeah, we'll mm. do something like that. I think it'll yeah. be a good. Yeah. It'll be fun. I'll make I'll make us grilled cheese and do like a cooking vlog for Patreon. <laughs> cool, deal. Thanks, Bart. Once Next we're allowed is... to leave our houses. Yeah. yeah. Next email is from Scooger. With this uh, season nearing end, I have a proposition for Aiden. Allow the fans of the show to crowdfund a coaching session with a highly viewed YouTuber, such as uh, Niase. Nice, yeah. Nice. Before he declines, consider this. The podcast would be plugged on a social platform with thousands of viewers. Ideally, there may be information gained that allows him to break through the master's wall at no cost to himself. Uh, he would be able to showcase that he's the number one Tom Kench in NA to thousands of viewers, and it would allow for a future discussion on if coaching is worth the investment. This could be funded via that Patreon, uh, Aiden's OnlyFans, or something else creative. Thanks for reading my email and hoping to see that both Aiden's LP and the pod's viewers count increases. Uh, thanks, Skooger. Yeah, so I talked a bit about this on the, the Discord. Um, I think it's really cool what Nice does uh, overall. Uh, I think it's cool that people do find his stuff very useful. I personally don't think his coaching is worth it price-wise. Uh, that being said, he's made it uh, we had a conversation about time versus like what's worth and stuff like that. And he is popular enough that he can charge the amount he does for coaching and stuff like that. Uh, that being said, I am higher yellow than all of his counts uh, right now. So I, uh, from what I can at least see, it seems like his main is D3 um, right now. And he mostly plays on like bronze, silver, gold Smurfs for like coaching purposes on stream, which I completely understand by the way, playing on Smurf accounts because it's fucking mm -hmm. miserable playing on like trying to queue Masters games uh, yeah. on stream. Because how, how long are your how long are your queues? Queues are like eight to ten minutes. Uh, like the shortest ones are like five. Um, but then you usually have like a couple dodges. Uh, for yeah. sure. Like you never get into like a game cleanly. Uh, so I completely understand that. But like, so I'm like, I was trying to figure out like, oh, I wonder what rank Nice is because like he always advertised himself as a challenger. Sure, but he used to be challenger, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'm like, oh, look into his stuff. And the highest rank account I found was Diamond Three. Um, maybe he does have a challenger account somewhere, but I couldn't find it. And when I went to his stream, he was actually live and he was playing on like a bronze three account that was <laughs> just bought like the day before. Uh, and I'm like, Oh, this is a little weird. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. It's definitely like, 
if I was going to do something like this, it would probably be with someone that I personally uh, like their coaching a little bit more, um, but I don't think I would do it regardless. LS, um, LS, LS. Yeah. LS like, partnership upcoming? That would be like a lot of money, but like that would yes, be something that yeah. I think would mm-hmm. be like more valuable to me than I think like Aiden, uh, this. And you should tweet him and tell him that if he will coach you, I will I will come to wherever he is and make him, make him a grilled cheese. <laughs> I will buy a plane ticket, fly to LS and make him a grilled cheese. Yeah. I don't know if we can afford that. No, I can, yeah, I can I, afford I don't, that. I can do it. I here. also don't want to like shit on Nice because I think Nice, like the fact that uh, he has such a large audience and helps so many people with his coaching is fucking cool, right? Even if like I don't personally think it valued me and I don't think the price for me, like all the resources, all the videos and stuff he puts out obviously helps enough people he does this um yearly he's doing a second year of this i think right now uh this boot camp thing where he mm-hmm. has this platform where he gets people to sign up and he posts like it's like tons of like challenges and guides and like videos and uh help and like coaching lessons and stuff for like a a large amount of people and like you can track your progress throughout the boot camp and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it's like that's a really fucking cool thing uh personally i, w- I wouldn't do it and i uh but like I, I think it's really cool that he does have a very large platform and seems to use it for good uh other than really like, cool. I, I think the the promoting ELO account selling is like a little weird. But other than that, I think it's yeah. all great. But also, it's an unregulated thing. And guess what? It fucking sucks to try to find League of Legends sponsorships uh, outside of like ones that are shady. So I completely yeah. understand it as well. Because the reality is, we could fucking if we wanted, we could in an instant fucking get a sponsorship for a um like uh an account selling service yeah yeah without without a doubt it would be like a thing where we get like a 20 percent cut of everything that our listeners like use and that's a pretty fucking good deal but it's like one of those things where it's like the the moral gray area of we could also probably get fucking sports betting like uh sponsorships and it's like i don't know man these are all gray areas so i completely don't uh, don't like Mm -hmm. dislike him for like taking that but uh it's just not something that yeah it's not something we really all in on yeah same with like gotcha mobile games you said like yeah. Yeah, sports betting or like skin betting for csgo type yeah. things like you know we are, are not the you know pure virtuous you know whatever but like yeah. we, we try and vet sponsors to certain products or services we would actually use or support um yeah and it's not his fault either like conversation that's, yeah yeah that's just how the fucking uh sponsorship yeah I mean, landscape it's, works it's his shady shit too yeah i right? know like, for, that's for his sure primary yeah. income he, yeah. he yeah. if he gets an offer from a sponsor he's gonna take it nine out of ten times whereas like for us because of how great our patrons are at supporting us and the fact that this is just a passion project like none of us yeah. are our lights aren't gonna go out if we don't take sponsorship from like gotcha game ad, ad. yeah there's and there's so definitely a world we can just in- tell them no yeah, there's definitely a world in which if this was my like main source of income, maybe those things would look a little bit more lucrative and like the value proposition would be yeah, a little bit or different. Or maybe there'd but... be like a pre-roll and a post-roll and a mid-roll or Yeah, you for know, sure. But Yeah, no, I get it. Anyways, uh I do I do think it's a cool idea like uh getting coaching and then seeing how it actually improves and like talking mm-hmm. about it, but uh, I don't think it's for me. What something that wait I was thinking Wait until I wait until I drop to gold and then buy the coaching for me and so then when I hit diamond, it could be like you went from gold to diamond. <laughs> so I'm going I'm to leak a content idea that I have, uh, and I, oh, I, I'm, I've i been trying to do this for a while. Official um, leaks? I haven't talked to show. you guys about it, but I'm thinking about getting a group of listeners that we know that are that all play League and are pretty, like, uh, we don't know they won't bail on it, and signing them up and paying their entry for a, like, League of Legends league, and then kind Ooh. of, like, giving them, like, pseudo-coaching if they need it and stuff like that, and, like, 
Uh, it also give us content for like spectating their games and stuff. But I think it'd be cool if like we had people that wanted to play in a mm-hmm. league, like an actual like competitive league play, like a gold cap league, like gold wants the cap or whatever. Um, and and then, pay we, their and then they them. scream clapping cheeks in like a hyperbaric yeah. time chamber or whatever. No, I, I think that'd be like fun. I feel like that's like cool content. So I, I've been looking mm-hmm. into leagues. Turns out there's way less than there used to be. But uh, if I see it, I'm probably going to like put out a thing, a feeler for some listeners and try to find some that actually want to play the game competitively and get better. Yeah. And uh, we'll see if we can turn it into something. Awesome. Ooh. Thank you, Skewer. Yeah. And the last email here is from Soda. It's me, Soda. I've listened to the pod for about a year now, and it has helped me make all of my laborious tasks a little bit more enjoyable. Today I'm emailing in to ask uh, for some advice on how to win games as a top laner. I usually can do well in lane being up in CS, getting tower plates, and maybe a kill or two. However, I seem to lose tempo and can't push my lead enough to get the win. My usual strategy is to get Pryo and then spam ping Herald until my jungler gets the idea that maybe it's time to do Herald. The problem is that after this, I tend to stay in lane, push in waves for the next 15 minutes until I'm three items, and then try and group with my team. Are there any ways I can get better at using my early game advantages to significantly impact a game besides having 15 kills and solo carrying? So I I would say off the bat, as a top laner, um, you know, if you're ahead and you can crash in that wave, you can like get your, your base off, get an item and look for a TP gank bottom, you know, best case scenario, you get two kills, a dragon, and maybe a plate on your AD carry. And now your AD carry is up 500 golden lane. And, you know, you've, you've obviously dropped some pressure from your lane to make that happen, but it's going to be worth it overall. I know Aiden is a huge proponent of that, that if you're a top laner, fucking teleport to win another lane. That's like half of your job, Um, especially if you're not playing a character that's going to 1v9 um, or that really doesn't have crazy solo carry potential. Hey, you know, you see a fight happening bottom, even if your teleport just dissolves the play and it goes from like... A situation that might have been 2-0 for your team, might have been 2-0 for their team. If nothing happens, that can be good. Or, you know, maybe you just stop it from being 2-0 for their team. Even if you get nothing, you know, in terms of kills for your team, the fact that your bot lane didn't just die is huge. Mm -hmm. So I'd say look into good teleport plays uh, and then the wave management necessary to get those without losing a ton of golden experience right because if you can if you can get a good teleport and have the wave in a good spot before you teleport it's huge yeah yep um also play tom kench and you'll probably be diamond one like a week that character is crazy overtuned anyone who plays him is actually dog shit at the game yeah yep uh, if I if I I'm played tom kench i'd probably be challenger but i wouldn't True. i wouldn't drop myself that low uh, so I'm just going to keep spamming solo queue games and losing. Yeah. I am planning on trying to learn Camille. Because uh, I think Ooh. that character is turbo busted. Oh, she I think so too. <laughs> so. Also, she has like some of the flashiest combos in the game. Yeah, she looks really cool so to play. Sick. Awesome. Thanks, Soda. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of Leadcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can send us an email yourself at mail at leadcastpodcast.com. Uh, watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash uh, bluebasket, leadcastfrost, and uh, King Lardout are where we stream. 
Uh, tweet at us at LeagueCast on Twitter. Uh, Facebook is LeagueCast. Visit our website, LeagueCastPodcast.com. Join our Discord, LeagueCastPodcast.com forward slash Discord. And finally, support us on Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash LeagueCast. You can listen to, to us fix all the champions and, and, and stuff like that. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to 498. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.